Hey everyone, I'm here with a really amazing company called Newt, and I have the CEO here. His name is Gil. Gil, please tell me tell me about yourself a little bit. Tell me about your company. It's really amazing to have you on. Let's uh, let's hear about it. Yeah, th thanks, Gerald. It's uh, it's a pleasure to to chat. Uh, so Newt, what we what we do is basically utilize the harness the power of nutrition and personalized nutrition and behavior change all together to uh, make people healthier for the long run uh, and make behavior change that lasts uh, using nutrition. Uh, and in that way, kind of changing the world in, in, for the better. And in, 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 I would say, instead of treating diseases, what we really are after is preventing them from happening in the first place. All of us uh, have a healthcare background coming into the company. And we really thought, first of all, nutrition is the one thing that we should address. And we could talk about it in length later. But yeah. uh, we, we really thought that the triangle of nutrition, behavior change, and technology, if they would be combined, we could make a big uh, impact. And really, that's what we do. So on a nutshell and a one-liner, basically, we make nutritionists, prof professional nutritionists accessible for the masses, for the 99% of uh, people that uh, cannot access them right now. And we do so through technology and behavior change. And we're able to actually make the nutritionist four to five times more productive so people can access them remotely on a daily basis. Uh, for less than a price of a single visit to the clinic, we actually provide daily support for a whole month. So this is us in a really nutshell. Wow. First of all, that definitely, I think a huge key to being healthy is preventing any diseases or just being healthy before you get something, which most people don't do, which is pretty, pretty sad because, you know, we, in life, we always, we look towards the future. We invest, we this and that, but what about ourselves? You know, making sure we're healthy. <laughs> that's the most important thing. So this is, this is really cool. I'm very excited to hear about this company. Now, so tell and, me. And you know, one thing that um, people, I think, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about that they, uh, and sorry for kind of interrupting your no, sure, sure. talk, but when, when you think about the, the foundation of the company, it, it starts with whatever we all know, which is everybody around us is either obese or overweight. If you want to precise numbers, is 70% of the U.S. population, 75% of U.S. population is, is going to die from chronic conditions. So we know we're sick. We know that, and we know we're not, we're not doing it right. And most people actually also know that nutrition is one of the biggest keys to solve it. What people don't realize, and I think that's the, the main thing uh, that we're trying to stress, is that we know enough about nutrition. I'm not saying we know everything that's to know, but if you look at a body of research in nutrition, and you just compare it to other areas in, in healthcare, you know, you just go to Google Scholar, right, and, and put nutrition and I'm not talking about articles in CNN or USA Today. I'm talking about clinically published articles, peer-reviewed journals. And what you find is the amount, the sheer amount of research is equivalent to DNA. It's equivalent to cancer. It's equivalent to everything we think we're way better in treating. Yes or no question, but definitely do way more. And, and then the question is why we're actually not doing it right. And the more surprising fact, and this is the key to the foundation of the company, I think that what what made us actually start because there's a huge problem that there's the knowledge, but maybe we don't have a way to convey that knowledge to the people. Uh, the, the really interesting thing is that people who go or, or get the support from a clinically trained, medically trained professional called the certified nutritionist actually get from their nutrition everything that we expect they would get. So two to three times more weight loss, 25% reduction in biomarkers that we want to reduce, and so on and so forth. Everything. So 
really, really interesting. We have a huge problem. We have, a, we have all the knowledge. We have a solution that works. And, you know, we don't get better. And this is because of an access issue. So mm. eventually what NUD is about is removing the barriers to a gold standard solution that's already in the market proven for decades. And that's kind of the, the, the beginning. And you, you said so. You know, we all know that we should invest in our long-term health. Maybe we didn't have a way to do it because there were a lot of barriers. And sometimes it's not about inventing a new thing, but you know, be, letting people get access to, to the one thing that works. Now, so what, so what exactly does NUIT do then? So at NUIT, I mean, let, let's take it from two perspectives. So one perspective is from the end consumer. From the end consumer, we're a company of nutritionists, right? They okay. get access to a nutritionist a professionally trained nutritionist. So just for, for those who don't know what an RDN, a registered dietitian nutritionist is. So these are medically trained professionals. They usually do two degrees in a residency. So a long time. Uh, it's a protected title. It's like, you know, I think the best equivalence in the world of, of health is maybe it's like nurses. So yeah. it, it is a medical profession. They know a lot and so on. So, so with NUT, you get access to those people and you get daily access to those people. Basically, again, if we take a deep dive into the service, you get a video session every other week and every day you, you chat with your nutritionist over text. So in this way, you actually can create the behavior change and you have a, the ongoing support for it. So from the customer side, from the consumer side, whoever uses the service, we just are an extension of a nutritionist, a consolidated service, a vertically integrated service, it doesn't matter, but eventually it's a, a nutritionist that's made accessible, a human nutritionist that's made accessible. But from our perspective, we are a company that creates the tools that make the nutritionist more productive so that we can actually make those uh, barriers, you know, take those barriers down. And sometimes taking the barriers down is through technology, I'll give you just one example. So uh, uh, the, uh, our chief uh, nutritionist is Joy Bauer, who uh, is the nutritionist at the Today Show. Uh, oh, wow. She's uh, very involved at the company, uh, not on a day-to-day -day basis, of course. She's, she, and, and whoever goes on the service is unfortunately not going to get Joy as their nutritionist, but very involved nonetheless as they are head of nutrition consulting. Uh, and, and she holds equity in the company. And she didn't do the two, de two degrees in NYU and a residency and work in a hospital, all of that to tell Shaul how many calories in a slice of pizza, right? <laughs> we, we don't think that's a good use of her time. We don't think it's a good use of her time for you. We, we think that's not uh, the way things would go. So what we do is eventually we have technology tools that when you ask that question over text, we have a bot that if they, that, that bot understands what's happening, understands yeah. the, the question very well, they would answer instead of Joe, right? And they would say, hey, you know, you, you, and, and, and the interesting thing, thing about it is not only Joy doesn't want to answer that question, you don't want that, as a, as a consumer, you don't want Joy to answer that question because when, uh, again, it depends on the quality of the bot and if you get a lot of I don't knows and can you rephrase, but you never get those because there's a human nutritionist. It's only, you know, upside from our perspective. Yeah. But if the, the bot works correctly, what happens is you get a personalized answer, way more personalized answer because the bot knows your exact weight and it knows a lot of things that you can, they can, that the bot can personalize the, the, the exact recommendation for you. What percent of daily calories that slice of pizza has for you, for example, right? And how much protein is that? Again, as a percent of what you should be eating. And maybe there's some recommendation around you know, pizza that you, you don't know that it's good for you or bad for you, for you or not, and the bot could do that. So one, 
the personalization aspect. But the second in th interesting thing about the, about the bot is it's instantaneous. So you get it right away. So you can ask it in 2 a.m. And the nutritionist is not always available, but the bot is. So, you know, our goal is to have more and more of those tools. Some of them are AI driven. Some of them are content driven. Uh, and on the behavioral side, we have a lot of content naturally. Uh, and eventually that makes the nutritionist a little more productive, a lot more productive actually. Wow. That first of all, can you ask the bot anything? Does it ever get like, does it ever not know the answer? Yeah, so it's an interesting question. So the way we operate is you chat with your nutritionist and yeah. the bot is kind of a sidekick. Gotcha, so when gotcha. you chat with your nutritionist, the bot can come in and answer. Now gotcha. the nutritionist sees it, you see it, and we don't pretend that it's the nutritionist. We, we you know, you, you know it's a bot. So whenever you ask something that that's though we, we may you know change it in the future, but we thought that's kind of a, an interesting mechanism because it's like a text a, a, a WhatsApp group in a yeah. way, right? Or you know, a forum or whatever, in which the nutritionist is the head, is the admin. Right, yeah, but, but the 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 uh, the bot could really add value, and so you never. So if the bot doesn't answer, it didn't know. It just mm -hmm. didn't know. This is really cool. I just it sounds really like just so accessible. Like that's exactly what you guys are trying to do: make nutrition accessible. Just always and make sure that you're when you have questions and you know you can ask someone. It always makes sure that you're on top. You're thinking, what can I eat this? Can I eat this? And usually you don't know, so you just you just do whatever you want. This is this holds people accountable. Now, so just tell me about tell me about the beginning. When did it start? How many years ago did you start the company? What where did you get the idea from? What's your background also? How did you figure this out? So an interesting question. So so Newt started in the OR <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you why. So I I used to work for Medtronic, the medical device company. It's uh, one of the middle largest medical device companies in the world. And my last role, I, I was a senior uh, manager. At, uh, I was a business, business unit director at Medtronic. I was heading a business unit in China, a surgical business units of around 70 people, uh, several tens of millions of dollars in revenues. And so I was in the OR almost on a weekly basis. Uh, you know, my customers were there, my salespeople were there, you know, we were designing new products. So I had to be there and understand the pain points. And the one thing you realize when you are is two things. So one, of course, you're, you never get into healthcare because it's easy, right? Healthcare is uh, always something that, uh, it's not the easiest way to make money, I would say no. this way, right? <laughs> uh, and and I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's all altruistic, of course, but there's an, a slight element where whoever gets into healthcare gets there because they want to impact. And you do, you make a real impact when you work in healthcare. Yeah. But uh, so you, you you go into the OR and, and personally, that was kind of my, the, the regression of my, my feelings, right? You go into the OR and you're amazed that you're able to add time to people's lives and, you know, improve their lives and so on. But the more and more time that passes on, what you realize is no matter how much technology we throw at the problem, you know, and, and we were throwing a lot of technology, right? robots and lasers, whatever, you know, with Medtronic has it, right? But, but eventually at the, you know, the source of the problem is that we're able to um, maybe add 1% to your survival in five years if you get to the OR with, you know, God forbid, cancer or something like that. Yeah. And that'll be huge from a healthcare system perspective, but for you as a person, that's very small. And that was frustrating to me, very frustrating to me. I wanted to do, I wanted to be able to add 20 years to somebody's life. And when they get into the OR, it's impossible. So, you know, that's, you know, over, over the six, seven years I was in, in Medtronic, that kind of creeped in 
more and more and more up to the point that I thought, okay, we should do something about it. Unfortunately, I don't think Medtronic is the one to do it because daily health and preventative health is not something that a company that specializes in selling to hospitals, big equipment is able to do. And, you know, uh, they, 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 they're very, you know, Medtronic is a very idealistic company. I would say that, but, you know, it's not in their core competencies to do so. You know, the, the natural thing was to say, okay, if I want to do this and nutrition was, you know, if you want to do preventative care, by the way, it takes you 10 minutes on Google to figure out that you have to do it in nutrition. That's the, you know, very obvious uh, place to do it. And, and then I just started, you know, searching and looking and figuring, figuring out. Uh, one person I advised with that ev eventually became one of the co-founding advisors at Newt uh, is Adam Grant from Wharton. Uh, I, I did an MBA at Wharton, so you know I got to know Adam as a as a professor of mine, as a as a mentor, as a friend. And you know, two things that were interesting about it. One is when I was starting to think about starting the company and thought about when is the right time. Adam helped me realize there's never a right time, and yeah. I should just do it. Uh, if I wanted to do it, if I ever would be a regret not doing it, then I should go ahead and do it. So that's one. And I think the second thing, of course, is nutrition is very behavioral. So eventually Adam actually became involved in the company and he's one of the biggest names in behavior change in the, in, in the world today. So that's kind of where we started. I'm originally an engineer, but wow. eventually I was, uh, most of my career was in the, you know, marketing and business side of healthcare. So to me, moving to taking this, these expertise into nutrition and, and I would say telehealth, because eventually that's what we are, you know, a telehealth company, uh, it was a natural progression, but definitely some challenges. So and that's the, the story. How many years ago did you start the company? So we started the company uh, two and a half, three years ago. Okay. But I think uh, in the beginning, it was really about figuring out uh, the problem, figuring out what we should do. So we spent right. a lot of time with experimentation with right. technology tools and so on. And we really started the modus that I was describing of kind of the telehealth mode assisted by technology rather than just developing the tools at the yeah. end of the last year, December gotcha. of last year. Gotcha. So, you know, in that way, uh, we, we, we started pilots. Things were really going well. We uh, then applied to tech stars in New York City which we were uh, admitted and graduated in, uh, in the end of, uh, of June, the beginning of July. So here we are. Yeah. Amazing. Now, I'm just curious. So how many, how many people work at the company? Like so I, it's, a, it's an interesting question, right? Uh, we yeah. have uh, six, seven people working for us. And then we also have 13 nutritionists on the platform. Gotcha. So um, overall, we were, you know, we touched lives of hundreds of people by now. It's small scale, uh, but, you know, the interesting thing about the um, what we've done so far is we didn't want to run uh, run too fast because we you know, again healthcare people and wanted to make sure it works. And what exactly. we found was the when when we looked at you know the results of the pilots and now we're starting to scale it. We yeah. looked at the results of the pilot. What we saw is two interesting things. One was that people were staying in the platform very long, so more than three months, which is very unusual. In the uh, um, in the domain of you know you know nutrition and you look at all those different companies you know people stay for weeks not months and ninety five percent of people stay more than three months at new that's that's a big thing no no one has any patience yeah <laughs> no no everybody you know and, and, and we think it's a, a part of it is because um, because there's a person there right if you're yeah. trying to do it with with technology only I think that's an issue. Right. Um, and the second thing that was we were able to prove, and that's why we're feeling we could scale it, is it was equivalent. 
and you know, I dare say eventually better, but for now we feel comfortable that the results, the clinical results, the clinical outcomes are equivalent to or better than those achieved at the clinic. So we're giving people a more accessible service, uh, but we're giving exact same clinical outcomes. Not to everybody, we're not treating you know, some conditions. We don't do eating disorders. We don't yet do diabetes. We do pre-diabetes, but not diabetes and so on. So, but for the things that we do cover, uh, we, we offer, you know, very equivalent outcomes. And, you know, I hope with the technology, we'll actually be able to even make it better. But I think even equivalence right now is a big achievement for us. Wow. It's very, very impressive. Now, you, okay, so you look at, you're looking at healthcare, you're looking at people's bodies, you're looking at what makes people healthy and not. Looking at, like, say, United States, the country of United States, what's, gonna, what's the country going to look like in, like, even 10 years, the way everything's going? I mean, people are not healthy here. And I don't know how recent this is. Do, do, do you know, like, if this is really, a, like, recent in the past 10 years? Is, we, is it because of all the, the fast food? Like, what's, what's happening to, let's say, the United States, where the, I don't think the country's doing amazing in regards to health? No, it's a, the U.S. is not, but it's not a U.S. problem. It's a world problem. Uh, the U.S. is, you know, with, you know, U.S. is a leader in a lot of things, which is good, but it's also a leader in this, which is bad. Uh, but, you know, everybody is a fast follower, unfortunately. Uh, look, I, I've heard recently some uh, healthcare leaders that, that, that are talking about that in less than 10 years, 80% of healthcare expenditures are going to be tied into obesity at some wow. level. So, you know, it's definitely something that we should put very, very, um, on the map uh, and, and address head first. And right. I think the, you know, why we got here is interesting. And of course, you know, one, one obvious answer is, you know, more processed foods and, you know, people talk about junk food and so on. And I think specifically processed foods is, right. is what, what it is. But there's other things that are interesting, I think. And some of them, you know, are really good intentions that turned bad, right? So for example, um, you know, I'll give an example. I don't know if it translates exactly to, you know, public health, but think about somebody who wants to lose weight and they say, hey, you know what? I am going to lose weight. I'm going to keep, you know, flawless nutrition. I'm going to run every day and so on. It's really good intentions. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's going to say, it's amazing. You should do that. And the problem is they'll do it for two weeks, they'll do it for three weeks, and then they'll give up. And eventually what happens is they go up more than when they went down. And, or, or, you know, the harm that this process, this up and down or down and up rather, uh, is, is actually harming their health more than it, it does good. And, you know, that's something that we're starting, I think, to, to, to realize that there's a lot of really good intentions, a lot of advice that was good intentioned that was harming people. So for example, uh, people did not take behavior into, into account, right? So they're telling people a lot of things that they just couldn't do, that the environment did not support, that a long-term, you know, if you expect people not to, uh, not to eat fast food at all and you don't have any other options, then, you know, that, that's not realistic and so on. So a lot of times, and, and with the nutritionists of, of NUT, what we see is we, you, we have to optimize both for what the clinical, you know, impact says and the behavior aspect says, and we don't strive for optimal. We strive for the closest to optimal you can sustain for the long run, because eventually that's what counts. And I think from a public health perspective, that's what happened in the US, even for people who wanted to do good, right? So we're seeing now a lot of things that are, you know, touching on those, right? You know, diet sodas, are they more harmful than good? Than, than good? And some, yeah. uh, some research now from Israel actually, 
looked at microbiome and realizing that the, the diet sodas are actually increasing, uh, you know, cause the, your microbiome to, to change in a way that causes weight gain, right? <laughs> or so, so a lot of things that, that we've done and, and eventually, you know, a, a lot of uh, advice in the 70s, 80s, 90s about don't eat fat. And fat is pr probably at this point, we know fat is not the problem, right? So it's, it's, a, it's a, the, the, the look for the answer, right? And finding that silver bullet was, was causing a lot more harm than good. Gotcha. Um, and I think people would just need to, instead of look, you know, as a country and as an individual, it doesn't matter. What yeah. we should look as look at the holistic solution, right? And a holistic solution is never about one specific thing you give up on or do. It's rather a combination of a lot of small things that are you know, could, could be done uh, over a long period of time. So I think if we, we look in that lens, we have a better shot, yes. both personally and, and as a nation. Yes. I think people are just, they need to do gradual changes. You can't do everything at once. You can't change your whole lifestyle at once. It's got to be gradual. Also, a big thing is support. That's why I think what you guys are doing is amazing because having support, having someone behind you that you can talk to every second of the day is really what makes a difference. Because you know there's someone on your team. You know there's a team on your team. You have a whole team behind you making sure that you're healthy, that you're doing the right thing. And you will ask those questions that you will try to change if you know that someone cares and someone's absolutely. there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about you know the, the example I give that, that really resonates with people is think about a personal trainer in the gym. Exactly. Right. If, if you have a personal trainer waiting for you in the gym, you're not going to skip today's, you know, session. They're going right? to message you. They're going to say, where are you? Where were you? And, and you exactly. know, why did you skip on it? And you're all going to feel uncomfortable and so on. And, and now you have a nutritionist that, you know, if you, you know, eventually if, if you did something, quote unquote, bad, they'll ask about it. How was it? And so on. And by the way, the interesting thing is people are really good at, you know, being harsh on themselves on the bad things they've done, quote unquote, right? The nutritionists usually are actually helping them cope with it in a way of forgiving yourself rather than, you know, hey, you know, don't do that again, that was horrible, right? I think, because again, you know, going back to the behavior side, if I will scold you every time you eat a cookie, then what happens? Probably you just don't want to talk to me anymore, you keep eating that cookie, right? Yeah. What we want to do is we want to figure out why you're eating that cookie at 4 p.m., right? what's the need there? How can we compensate for that need? And maybe you should eat that cookie, right? Maybe it's okay. Maybe you should remove other things and you, the cookie is there for you and to eat and you to enjoy, right? Nobody, you know, a nutritionist would never tell you when you go home for, go home for uh, Thanksgiving dinner, they wouldn't tell you, hey, don't eat your mom's favorite dessert that you waited the whole year to eat. They'll, they'll never tell you that, right? So it's really about that, uh, that thing. And you were mentioning, you know, gradual changes. You know, again, people think, oh, I look at the, at the meal plate of somebody and they, let's say you eat uh, a hamburger and chips and, and a Coke for lunch every day, right? And people think, you know, they look at it and it'll be appalled and say, no, you should eat a salad. And a nutritionist would not look at it that way. And they, the nutritionist would say, you know what? You eat a, a hamburger and chips and, 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 uh, and a Coke how about we add a salad? Just yeah, add a salad, right? Out, yeah. right? But I'm not taking away anything, right? And maybe in a couple of weeks, I'll try to add to take the Coke and you know, maybe we'll, we'll exchange it to orange juice, right? And later we'll try to remove the chips and later we'll take the orange juice and convert it to soda, you know, to bubbly water. And then we'll take the, 
you know, the, the burger and, and remove the buns and then we'll convert it to steak and then we, we will actually get it to salmon, right? Eventually, this, this could take a while, but if I take something away from you, you're going to feel I took something away, you're going to feel that loss, right? right. The Kahneman Tversky uh, thinking of loss aversion, which is horrible, right? But if we do a gradual change that you could barely feel, and, and you'd be surprised how many things uh, nutritionists are talking to people and they're like, you know, would you be willing to switch this and that? Does that hurt? And people are like, no, it doesn't hurt. Actually, I like these equivalently. Well, good. That's, you know, this thing is better for you. Let's, let's do that. Right. And that, that's a win-win because you still like it. I didn't move you from, you know, Coke to water. I moved you from Coke to orange juice. It's slightly better. I'm not saying yeah. it's great. Right. But Bradley. it's slightly better and it, it doesn't harm you. It's not, it's not taking away from you yet. Yeah. Right. Because you like them equivalently. So, you know, that's kind of the gradual change that uh, we should be doing to, to change your behavior rather than taking everything away. No, it doesn't work. Exactly. Now, Okay, so what? Okay, so now that you explained the company, I love it that it makes sense, and I think everyone needs it. There's no, there's no, everyone needs to be healthy. You can never be too healthy. What's your vision? What do you see New doing down the road? Ten years, twenty years? What? Where is it going to be? Is, are there going to be millions of users? What's What's your vision? Well, you know, we think what our, you know, great. Um, news that we're bringing to the world, the, the great vision that we're bringing to the world is you don't have to compromise, right? And you should get clinical grade support, right? So currently uh, what, what happened was because, you know, the professionals were inaccessible. So yeah, sure, LeBron James gets, you know, a chef and a nutritionist and everything, but anybody else who doesn't do this for a living, you know, doesn't rely on their body looking good and, and you know, performing well for a living, don't get, you know, top-notch uh, support. And what we think is eventually in the next 10, 20 years, everybody should get clinical grade support yes. for their wellness. And, and it should be in their nutrition. It should be for their sleep. It should be for their physical training. It should be for everything. Right. So I think eventually technology is going to allow, you know, maybe not all of us, but, you know, it's the same like maybe uh, ride sharing did before where, you know, ride from point A to point B with a taxi was very, very few people were actually using it. And then ride sharing came in and maybe increased the, the, the share of people doing that tenfold, 20fold. And so we think technology is able to do that for you know professional support. Uh, we're starting to see that also in you know uh, gym sessions and you know a, a physical training, wellness. So we think eventually our vision is to be the one, you know, company that gives you professional support on a daily basis that helps you keep healthy. So it could go way beyond nutrition, but nutrition is, is the core. Nutrition is the core for it. So you're basically making, at the moment, you're making nutrition, high grade nutrition, like professional nutrition, you're making it accessible to basically anyone. That's basically what you're doing. Yeah. In, well, a, in, in a very easy manner. Doesn't seem too complicated. Just probably just go on your website, on the app, whatever it is, and that's it. Talk yeah, so it should, it, should be, it should be available from anywhere because people just don't have time, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'll give you one thing that uh, would surprise you from that. Uh, people don't have time, but also from the professional nutritionists or professionals, professional doctor's perspective, they don't have access from, from a, a physical location anymore, you know. So 
Uh, one thing that shocked me to find out was that 50% of people who were referred to a nutritionist, so it's people that already really needed a nutritionist, the doctor said, you need a nutritionist. 50% of the people who didn't go mentioned they couldn't find one in their area, yeah. right? So it has to be remote. It has to be uh, technology driven uh, because if not, what happens is people end up not going. And 50% is emerging. I mean, I worked in emerging markets before. This is emerging markets numbers. Right, okay. it's healthcare access problem at its the worst. So yeah. we need to make sure that uh, we could balance the surplus in some nutritionist ability to serve customers from Ohio and serve in New York, where maybe people don't have the the ability to. Even if it's in the same city, right? Brooklyn yeah. to Queens uh, or Brooklyn to the Bronx could be a long ride, and people be like, "Well, yeah. no, I don't have the time to go," and they keep postponing it. And you know, it, it's surprising, but sometimes the small barriers just you know, overcome us. You just like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll figure it out. Like you just push it off until you don't do it. Exactly. And that's why we think, you know, overcoming small barriers, like finding the nutritionist, like scheduling an appointment, like uh, not looking for parking or driving there or getting there. All of those things, they sound almost meaningless, but they're very meaningful they're very in good. making sure that people get longer term support. Because if, you know, I would be probably able, if I, if I charge nothing, for the service, but you had to travel to the clinic, you know, everybody would come once, but once. once. And, and, and that doesn't help, right? So the daily support is so important or, you know, longer term support is so important. So uh, yeah, the, the overcoming of barriers and making sure that everybody has access to, to that from anywhere is key. That is key. First of all, I just want to thank you so much for, for coming on. The, I, I know everything about the company now. I, I know what you guys do. And I appreciate the, the work you put into the company because I know this is really, really going to help people. And this is something that people, whether they want it or not, they really need, they need to be healthy. Everyone needs to have a nutritionist. I think everyone, just like everyone has a doctor, everyone has, you know, someone that helps them invest. Everyone has everything. You need a nutritionist. You need someone there by your side, making sure you eat healthy. That's the most important thing. Being healthy is the most important thing. You could have everything in the world. And if you're not healthy, that's not worth anything. You know, so that's the progression of healthcare. I think, I think that's what that's, it's a natural progression of healthcare. We've seen, you know, up to very recently that it was only the uh, specialty care physicians that you could, add, you know, that, that uh, you got more reimbursement to. And very recently over the last 10 years, the focus was on primary care. And now you saw Amazon acquiring, you know, primary care company, which is incredible, right? Yeah, but eventually you realize that's, that's the basis of our health. And I would not be surprised that the likes of Amazon and Apple and Google are going to be also involved or, you know, acquire or partner with companies like Nuke because eventually uh, that's the next level, right? They're already there. Uh, and, you know, after we are able to get people primary care that they need, the next thing is keeping them healthy for the long run. And, you know, going back to my, our origins, keeping them out of the OR. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so, thank you so much, Gil, for coming on. Nuke is an amazing company. I cannot wait to see where you guys go next. Um, I'm going to watch you. I'm going to maybe, you know, I want to look into it, say, see, I'll make sure I'm healthy. And this is something that, this is something that's, it's revolutionary. It's going to change the way people, people interact with health. It's amazing. Yeah, Google us and come on, come on board. We're just starting to open our pilots to the general public. So this, this is brand new, but this is something that's going to shoot up. I, I believe it. Wow. Thanks, Thank you so much.